So I'm going to be honest with you today. I really don't want to record this podcast. Now, I'll say at the outset that I am fine. I know that when I've said I'm not doing okay, people have been really concerned. Um, But struggling at the moment does not mean I'm not safe. Struggling at the moment just means that things have uh, accumulated to the point where it's hard to um, kind of do the things that you know you need to do. Um, A lot has happened. Um, and suicide has reared its ugly head into my life once again. Uh, so today's podcast is, um, basically me kind of trying to deal with what's going on at the moment while sharing with you, um, some of the difficulties that people face when a member of their family seems determined to end their life. I'm going to talk about that today. On STP. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. Sharing the lived experience of mental illness on a father, a mother, a family. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Suicide. Me, myself and I. Why have I titled this? It's because suicide has affected me in three very distinct ways. The first is my own suicidal ideation and suicide attempt. I understand what somebody is feeling like when they get to that point where they uh, feel like they are either hurting everybody around them or they are just so useless, um, so without hope that dying seems like the best resolution. Second is when a friend of mine killed himself. Man, it's a bitter wound. <laughs> even even today. And the fact that it happened in the lead up to Christmas is perhaps why I get a little bit um, focused on suicide at this time of year. Because uh, for most of us, we're going to have a lovely Christmas with family. But for some people, it's going to be extremely lonely. And it's going to be hard. Um, And we need to be vigilant. And we need to be aware. And I hope by listening to this podcast that that's part of what you're doing. So let's talk about when a family member seems intent on killing themselves. First off, it's important to note that you can't fix them. There's nothing you can do that will fix whatever it is that they are dealing with or going through. So throwing yourself at them, I will do anything that you like. While good has minimal effect because their thinking is already skewed. The thinking around taking your own life is abnormal. It's not and I I don't want to use the word a sane way to think about it, but it's not a healthy uh, kind of conclusion to come to. It's not, it's not the byproduct of a, of a mind that's completely sound because you're trying to do the thing that your entire being, every atom in your entire body is trying to keep you alive. 
and you are going against that. Like, think about, you don't think about breathing, but your body does it because it needs to. It's keeping you alive. Your, your very physiology is built around you staying alive. And yet, your mind is telling you need to stop that. You can't fix that. Time can fix it. Help can fix it. But you, in the situation, cannot. So somebody close to you makes an attempt to end their life. You're going to feel guilt. Why didn't I know? Why didn't I care more? Why didn't, why didn't I think of them more often? Why didn't I know? And then there's going to be a strange one. It's going to be anger. How dare they make this decision? Why would they do this to me? Why would they do something that they know is going to shatter my life? How could they do this to me? Let's forget about how could they be so selfish. It's, it's how could they do this to me? First and foremost, that is a legitimate emotion. We feel like when somebody goes through a mental health crisis that our personal feelings about that situation, anger, fear, um, whatever, are not valid in light of their pain and their suffering. But that's not true. Your experience is just as valid and you need to acknowledge that. You need to understand that, yes, I am going to get angry at this person and that that's okay. It's a real, genuine emotion. And as soon as you start plugging your emotions, blocking them off, you aren't going to be living a, a, a mentally healthy life. Now, if that anger turns to bitterness and uh, frustration and anger and 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 poor actions that is your responsibility how you respond to that anger is your responsibility i said first you're going to feel guilt then i said anger next you're going to feel guilt again and then you're going to not think about it and then you're going to feel guilt again and then you, you, you're going to do something else and you're going to feel guilt about it. Guilt is not going to go away. This idea with my friend uh, who took his own life, the thought that really got me was, when did I last think of him? Can I remember the last time I was like, hey, I wonder how, I wonder how Dan's doing. That really kicked me kicked me in the guts for a while because I felt guilty that um, he'd moved away. He was out of my immediate sphere. And did I stop thinking about him? Did I stop caring about him? And of course I didn't. Life happened. He moved away. He made some choices. But still that guilt remains. And the anger. <laughs> and a deep, 
deep sadness. For most of us who will never actually contemplate, and by that I mean make a plan to take your own life, it's unfathomable that somebody would get to a point where they feel that's their only option. And the important thing to remember is that when somebody you love chooses to attempt to take their own life, it has nothing to do with you. It's not your fault. They aren't sitting there thinking that they're doing this to you. And it's not like they're sitting there with a picture in front of them, you know, contemplating taking their own life because they're so consumed with themselves. That's all they're thinking about. The people close to me that have attempted to take their life, I don't look at them and say, why did you make this series of choices that culminated with all this pain that I am now suffering, guilt, frustration. Why did you make the decisions to do this? Now, I don't think like that. Somebody you know in your home breaks both their legs and they're in a wheelchair. You don't blame them unless they're from the show Jackass or something like that, but um, you don't blame them for their injury. You accept it. You appreciate the new reality and you move forward. You don't talk to them about the incident. Oh, this was your fault. Why did you do this? You talk about what can we do to move forward. It's an important key that we look at that situation and understand that mental illness did this to them. They weren't in their right mind. They weren't making a decision. Just like an accident where somebody breaks both their legs, you can look at maybe they did something wrong, but that's not what you focus on. You don't focus on blame focus on recovery you focus on the thought that okay this thing has happened to you if your friend's in a car accident you don't stay mad at the car or the brakes or whatever it was that went wrong you don't look at the person and go well you know this is this is something that you chose you look at the situation and you go you know what this is something that happened And it's something that happened to them. Mental illness did it. Your loved one, the person that you care for, didn't do it to you. Mental illness did something to them. Their pain led them to do something unthinkable. But it wasn't directed at you. And it wasn't them. It was their pain speaking. This is all hitting too close to home. <laughs> i got to stop. Hey, uh, have a great week. Check out, I'm doing Christmas song dedications to people around me that I 
care about and love, particularly from my past, people that I haven't spoken to or, or haven't had the chance to catch up with in a while. Uh, I just want those people to know that I have cherished memories of them. And um, those memories are, are bright and strong. And my feelings are the same for them as they always have been. So it's a bit of fun. Check it out. Um, next week, we're going to talk about hope. <laughs> I have to talk about hope. And we're going to talk to a bunch of people about where they find hope. Alrighty. Um, yep, I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Shattered, the podcast. I'd like to thank our producer, Meredith Brosnan, our executive producer, Torian Lau, and the band Adelaide for allowing us to use their song as our theme. Go to shatteredthepodcast.com for more information. <laughs>